Hey Divas, we are so happy you joined us for today's podcast. We are three best friends on a mission to grow closer to God and encourage others to do the same. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram for more uplifting content throughout the week. Let us know if you have any topics you'd like to hear or if you have any prayer requests. We hope you enjoyed the episode. I have it planned out and then I started going like, uh, I know. Oh, that was good. That was good, yeah. <laughs> hey, hey Davis. So this week, you might see we have some new scenery behind us. We are at the beach. Um, so it kind of got us thinking about, you know, Women of the Week, we're going to go with Eve um, to go with you know, this great creation we have behind us, um, where she was the first woman created. Um, so I'm going to read from Genesis chapter 2, verses 18 through 23. Then the Lord God said, it's not good that man should be alone. I'll make him a helper fit for him. Now out of the ground the Lord God had formed every beast of the field and every bird of the heavens and brought them to the man to see what he would call them. Whatever the man called every living creature, that was its name. The man gave names to all livestock, and to the birds of the heavens, and to every beast of the field. But for Adam there was not a helper found fit for him. So the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall upon the man, and while he slept, took one of his ribs and closed up its place with the flesh. And the rib the Lord had taken from the man, he made into a woman and brought her to the man. Then the man said, this at last is bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman because she was taken out of man. Um, so one thing when we were kind of talking about this was, you know, growing up, I always thought that Eve was made like weeks, you know, maybe a year after Adam was made. But you just, I could just always picture all these animals and stuff walking around. You know, you've got two, two tigers, two lions and stuff, and they're all happy. And Adam's just like moping around the garden, like, I'm all alone. And God's like, oh, maybe I should give him a helper, you know, give him someone to have as a companion. Um, but if you look back when, you know, man was created on day six, it says that God made them male and female. And so I don't think that, I think she was created on day six, you know, it's just how the, the Bible kind of orders stuff sometimes. You always think it's like later. But, um, but also... You know, at the end of every day, you know, God looks over his creation. He says, it is good. Um, but if you notice, like when I first started reading, it says, it's not good that the man should be alone. So this is the first time God says, something's not good. It's like he's looking and he's like, it's not good. I need, he needs a helper. He needs a companion. Um, then in verse 31, it says, it's very good. That's what God says. Um, so and I don't think Eve was created, like I said, last minute thing, like, oh, wow. Something. You know, it was kind of a purpose in this, like, you know, you have this man, he needs someone. It's like pointing out, because when marriage is instituted, you know, it's a, it's not just, he created male and female. You know, I think it's a reason of being like, the woman is a helper, she's a supporter, she's an encourager to the man. I think it's once worded that way. So, that was kind of Eve's purpose, you know, the helper and companion to Adam. So, we're going to talk about finding our purposes in life. Um, so, one verse that kind of stood out to me was Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 5. Um, God tells Jeremiah, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I consecrated you. I appointed you a prophet to the nations. 
you know, so God's saying that he knew, he knew Jeremiah when he was in his mother's womb and that he was you know, going to be a prophet. You know, God knew that was his purpose, was to be a prophet for God. And, um, you know, I think a lot of times, you know, you, you play her, well, this kid was an accident. Like, we didn't mean to have this kid, you know. It just kind of happened. Um, so, you know, maybe the parents didn't plan on having a fifth child or whatever it is, you know. But um, God knew that child was going to be born, and he knows that the child has a special purpose. You know, God doesn't make accidents. Um, so, I think, um, I think, you know, so many times we look at that week of creation, and we see the beauty, and, you know, when we go outside, and we see, like, the sun, and the moon, and the, you know, just like here, like, we look at the ocean, and the sky, and just how beautiful it is. I mean, I could stare at this all day long. And just think, like, how amazing God is and how, you know, how everything is in such detail and such, you know, has such purpose. And, you know, even to the half of, the first half of six where, you know, all the animals are created, you know. I mean, we've got a lot of animal lovers out there, you know. And when we look at that animal and we think, wow, it's so beautiful and it has such purpose, you know. And then we look at us and we're like, oh, you know, I have no purpose at all. Like, I'm not beautiful at all. You know, we just we just tear ourselves down, and we forget that we were also created with all those other beautiful things on the earth, and we need to start looking at ourselves that way and finding our purpose uh, on the earth because He thought of every one of us. You know, when He was He was creating this world, like He He thought of you and He thought of you and you and me, and He thought I need to put this person and He formed us in detail and put us on this earth for a reason. And I do think it is really easy to look at our flaws and be like, why did God make me like this? You know, why did God insert character flaw here? Why did he do that? You know, he made a mistake when he made me. But this just, you know, confirms that God doesn't make mistakes, that there's a reason that you are made like that. And it, you may not know for a really long time why. So, I have a few points about how to find or know your purpose. And first of all, our purpose is to praise and glorify God. Um, you know, it says in Genesis that we're made in His image. And Isaiah 43, 7 says, Everyone who is called by my name, whom I have created for my glory, I have formed him. Yes, I have made him. So, and also we are to spread the gospels all the world. Um, you know, God sent Jesus to establish the new covenant and you know, start, you know, go from the old law into the new law. But Jesus told the apostles was to go out and to spread the gospel to all the nations. And so we're still supposed to do that. Um, third is to pray and listen. So I know we talk about prayer probably in every episode that we do. <laughs> um, but I think it's because the three of us have all experienced it's, you know, great things through prayer seeing God work in our lives because we pray about something and you know it's hard not to just tell other people about it and want them to do the same things that we've experienced. Um, so you know when you pray about something I think it's also important like I said to listen and you know watch for God working because sometimes we're like oh that's not what that means. Um, but you know listen to what God's trying to tell you. Yeah I definitely feel that because I'm pretty good at the praying part, but not as good at the listening. But, I mean, I'm definitely not alone because when you look at like, examples in the Bible, like Jonah, for instance, yeah. you know, God told him, like, this is what I want you to do. And he's like, 
Uh, no thanks. <laughs> so he tries to run away and God's like, no, this is what I want you to do. And so he ends up doing it anyway. But it just like, you know, once God has a purpose for you, you're in it. <laughs> Alright, last is to find your strengths and run with them. Um, so, you know, if you're out, if you're an outgoing person like Ava, you know, go out and talk to people, your classmates, people you work with, or if we run to the grocery store, <laughs> whatever, <laughs> whatever it is, you know, if you're comfortable talking to people, then you know, talk to them. Feel more shy, like Marina and I, you know, post on social media, um, you know, post verses or lyrics to a diva song you like, or just something that you feel like this great thing has happened to me, you know, because of God, because, you know, because of the things, you know, he's working in my life. Post that or talk to your close friends if you're comfortable talking to them if they're not Christians. Yeah, I think, you know, we kind of, we kind of, like, I know I do. I get very intimidated thinking about spreading God's word, and, um, which I'm getting a lot better, but, you know, I'm just not good with crowds and, um, you know, even a, a classroom of adults. Um, but, you know, something like this that we've, we've done, it's just so much easier to talk to a camera, but, you know, I feel like we are spreading it to someone. And it, it, even if it's just one person, you know, that we're encouraging, then I feel like that's that's something, you know, and that's something that, um, like, that's a purpose, you know, like, um, but I don't know what else to say. Yeah. I mean, once you, the Bible even says that, you know, heaven celebrates over one saved soul yeah. over 99 who are already saved. So just because you're not, spreading it to millions of people doesn't mean yeah. that you're not doing good. Yeah. Um, and last with that, you know, look for ways to work at your home congregation. You know, if you're old enough, you know, teach kids classes and teach, you know, the little kids because, you know, they're easy to teach because they're, they love to learn. They love, you know, just soaking up everything. It's, it's so great. Um, volunteer with ladies events at your church. You know, we're in our 20s, and just a couple years ago, we're like, maybe we're old enough to go to stuff now. Um, I'm a lady. <laughs> we're ladies now. Um, but, you know, we love it when the teen girls come. There's a, a few in our church that, you know, have a lot of stuff. And, you know, we don't think, what are these kids doing here? You know, we love it when they're there. We love them helping us. So look for ways to, to help with, with lady stuff because they absolutely love it, especially the older ladies. They love it when teen girls yeah. come and stuff. I mean, um, for me, like, with teaching, like, I knew when I was little that I wanted to teach. Like, I used to play school, you know, at home with my with my sisters or dolls or whatever. And, um, and you know, so, but then when I grew up and I, I got to the age that, okay, I can teach a class, you know, I was so nervous. Um, I was so terrified that, you know, that I wasn't going to do right or I wasn't going to know my lesson or remember my lesson or be able to even get in there and say a word, you know, have a word come out of my mouth because that's how awkward and shy I was. Um, but, you know, one day the guy, a guy from church that, you know, plans the teachers came up to me and was like, can you teach? And I was like, yes. <laughs> and I was so scared. But I, was, I felt so good, you know, planning those lessons and getting it ready and then came in the class and the little kids you know faces are just smiling and I was still really nervous to start the lesson but you know what they didn't care that I was super red in the face they didn't care that my voice was shaky 
like they just you know smiled and got me through it and um, you know you did that, the point of that is just to start small you know like if you know you want to be a teacher you really want to try to teach you know just um, just go in a class with, with another teacher or just sign up for it just like yes I will sign up for a quarter and just make yourself push yourself into it and eventually you'll get to where it's a breeze you know you just go in there and you're everything you want it to be and even if you don't know what your purpose is, you know, teaching little kids is not your thing. Um, there's so many examples in the Bible of people who didn't find their purpose until they were much older. I mean, Moses was old when he, when he, you know, took the Israelites out of Egypt. So just because you don't know from birth that you want to be a teacher doesn't mean that, you know, you don't have a purpose. Alright, well always remember to be kind, be humble, and find your purpose. Bye! Bye.